Joke Workshop will be starting shortly, guys. Joke Workshop will be starting in one minute. comedian uh performs all over the place all over the bay area and then some give it up for Raphael wolfgang oh by the way you get the honk at uh f uh three fuck yeah fuck yeah got a good crowd here tonight so i am uh doing a roast battle today uh so i'm gonna run some jokes by you my opponent is this guy uh bill heil uh, he's a super tall old guy with like gray hair it's in a ponytail right he's like very tall and skinny and he's got gray hair and it's in a ponytail um so uh yeah i'm gonna run, run these past you and see how it goes uh cool uh wow bill uh how many success how many successful men have you guys seen with a ponytail huh I saw hope oh, I fucked this all up. <laughs> I saw a bunch of homeless people on the way here with a ponytail who looked exactly like him. Oh, that was you? My bad. All right. <laughs> um Bill makes his living as a love guru, whatever that means. I think it means he sells dick pics to senior citizens, dick pills to senior citizens, <laughs> and then he fucks them. Ah. Bill, you look like an aspiring actor for Cialis commercials. Uh, let's see. Um, Bill, you old hippie, you look like you were a real cool dude in the 70s. Bill has a tattoo. Not many people know this, but to this day, Bill has a tattoo of a flower on his ass cheek. And on his other ass cheek, he has a tattoo of his old band name, Buns and Roses. Uh. <laughs> Bill... <laughs> Bill, you look like you debate Republicans on Facebook and then DM, DM their wives on Instagram. <laughs> um, Bill is tall and handsome. Bill has fucked more single moms than the multi-level marketing industry. I would know. <laughs> um, let's see. Bill looks like he believes in free love, which is where he fucks your mom and doesn't pay for dinner. <laughs> 
Bill has fucked more divorced moms in the multi-level marketing industry. Oh, wait, I already said that one shit. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else do I got here? Um, yeah, fuck me. I think that's most of what I have. I'm going to look through real quick. Uh... Bill looks like a retired hair model who fucked my mom. There's a lot of fucking my mom jokes in here. <laughs> 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 this maybe too, I might be roasting myself a little too hard here, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he fucked all of our moms. It's fucked up, dude. Stop doing that, Bill. Um, <laughs> uh, Bill, you lo- Bill looks like he was put through Willy Wonka's pasta extruder after he got caught fucking the Oompa Loompas. All right. Bill, you look like the ghost of Christmas ass. <laughs> you look like you're knocking on death's door, knocking on the door and saying, did someone order a stripper? <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I just have something about you're, you're tall and old, but so your balls are still low-hanging fruit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, that uh, I think is all I got. All right, uh, my name is Raphael Wolfgang. Thank you guys. Have Woo, give it up yeah, for your host, everybody. Yeah, everybody, give it up for, for Raphael Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that awesome? Uh, so Denise Lee is uh, running late, guys, so the, the list is going to be a little all over the place. Uh, hey, Spencer, do you want to go up right now? Spencer, you want to go up right now? Okay, so uh, Sean, do you want to go up right now? Hey, Sean, guys, everybody give it up for Sean Darum. Bill's about to wipe the floor, man. It's going to be ridiculous. Good luck. So I sort of got my life together last year. Dropped 40 pounds. Feels good knowing that there's less of me. Something I haven't lost yet, though, my uh, foreskin. I am uncircumcised. Where are my skinheads at? Don't answer that. I have been thinking about that term, though, uncircumcised. Feels like the only time we'll ever describe a part of our body as not being mutilated yet. It's like you'd never be talking to a dude with one leg who... Tells you he's an amputee, and you respond, I'm actually an unamputee, but I do plan on having my kids amputated. It's what the Lord wants. So I'm pretty, or I struggle a lot with money, and it does stress me out a lot, but I think I found something that helps ease my mind. I made the decision recently that I'm just going to be broke, like as an identity. No more upward momentum. Started from the bottom. Now I'm insurmountably worse off. It's a good feeling. All I really own is a car anyway, and I'm just done putting money into that. My bad breaks are your guys' problem now. And that, my check engine light's on, but I just ignore that. Because to be honest, I barely even know what the purpose of it is. 
Like, what's me checking going to do? Like, I'm going to fix something? I feel like that light should say, go find a real man to fix your car. You'll never earn your father's respect. It's a little bit of a longer light. I think it'll catch on. Okay. What else are we going to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. Anyone else here disgusted with themselves sexually? Nice. Yeah, I I feel like I just need more self-control. I think that's my issue. Because, like, there's things like porn, right? I, I know how terrible the porn industry is. I think about that constantly, you know, but it doesn't stop me from watching porn. I just always end up jacking off with a stank face. Just be laying there going like, oh, what is wrong with me? That's someone's mother. I need to call my mom. Tell her what grandma's doing. I just feel like I need there to be more barriers because there's really none right now. The only one they really give us is that are you 18 pop-up who's that stopped some honest teenager because they think kids are seeing that and are going like oh no i'm not 18 i almost made a big mistake thank you for letting me know i'll go find the porn for people my age all right thank you guys for listening to these jokes you've heard a thousand times Guys, don't you love it? I love Sean so very much. Oh, guys, make it big for Sean. Next comedian. She's wonderful. I met her today. She does comedy here in the Bay Area. Everybody make it loud for Robin Brennan! Woo! That was some moaning right there. It turned me on. Blonde, I can't even get that damn thing out. I've lost some weight, too. I got a little bit more energy. I did. I lost a little, about 20 pounds right here in my belly. Yeah, I got no place to rest my tits now. Yeah, what do you do with those guys, right? But I moved here recently, relocated from uh, Redding, California. I don't know if anybody knows where that's at. Ooh, what do you do there in Redding? Oh, I, I know Grandma. Yeah, that's great. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I usually visit Hay Fork, and there's a lot of weed up there. Good stuff, Trinity County and all that. Yeah, it's nice. But I moved here because I really wanted to be like you guys, like comics, man. I don't want to fit in and be more like comedians, you know, broke, alone, claustrophobic, because I recently got an apartment here in San Francisco. So I'm really working on um, suicidal, because once I hit suicidal, I'm really going to be making people laugh. That is the way it is, right? And I love Reading. Reading's kind of crazy, and it's like I've noticed the differences now that I've been here for a little while. Like I was up in Knob Hill, and I was having a little breakfast. This lady returned her perfectly delicious breakfast because that toast was just a little bit too brown, and she expected, like, the whole thing fresh again, right? You know, shit, I live in Reading, Shasta County, if you guys know anything about it. We could have a bat fly down and land in our eggs, First, we're going to put a mask on it. Then we're going to stab it with a fork, and then we're going to ask for extra gravy. Because that's what we do there. Because we eat bugs for breakfast. That's just Shasta County. It's the way it is. The people there, they're kind of weird. They have a different kind of an attitude. 
like, uh, I have a friend who got a piece of property, all right? And she's got, like, trees in her backyard. You walk out of her backyard, there's a fucking pine tree. She's bragging about how great they are, all the animals that come in here. And we get deers, and we get elk, and we get bears. And I'm like, well, you know what else you have in your backyard? Piles of shit. Lots of it. I'm like, hey, you know, it's like I'm not, I got a bush right here. You don't hear me bragging about it. Right? Come on, people. I even got a shape like a pillow right now because if I ever get a boyfriend, he goes down on me. I want him to be able to rest his head. He's going to need a place to rest because he's going to take a while to find it. It's been 10 years. <laughs> it's been a long-ass time. I mean, as a matter of fact, it, it's kind of like I think it's growing a new cherry now. You know, I think it is. It might be. You know, it's like, hey, It could. I don't know. I'm going to find out. But it's been used about as much as Mike Tyson's bank account. That's closed for lack of deposits. So bad, so bad. So I got out of this long relationship. You know, it was like a 30-year relationship. But the last 10 years, uh, we weren't even together, but I was like emotionally invested in his 800 credit score. So nice. And the SUV, the little mom van, it was so nice. But uh, yeah, so we had to break up, you know, and I went in to get Harriet checked. I wanted to make sure she didn't, you know, I didn't catch anything he had, like uh, pedophilia. Yeah. That's what he did. He used to come in and honk at me, you know, when I'd come, when he'd come in the house. I love it because I'm a clown. I'm a birthday fucking clown, and I hate kids. So I'll end with this. Okay, so I moved up to Knob Hill, and I'm right across the street from a Catholic boys' school. Shit, that's just information and jokes for a comedian, right? But I feel like I feel here for the boys, you know, because I know that when that bell rings, you know, at 2.30, I feel so happy for them because at that point, they're zipping up their pants. Right? I miss it. But that's it for me, Robin Brennan. Thank you guys. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's me, Dakota. I'm back. That was wonderful, wasn't it? Give it up for Robin Brennan. All right, guys. Uh, this uh, this next comedian I've seen perform places like The Punchline and OMG, and he even here at Mutiny Radio. Give it up for Devondre Coleman! What's up with y'all? Cool. I had a nightmare I was white recently. I couldn't see myself. There were no mirrors in this nightmare. I just know I was white because I had a gluten allergy. Being chased by four slices of bread. Got away though, because I still have my black speed. When I got away, it became a peaceful white dream. I went to a white pride rally. I was surrounded by organic produce. They were playing the Lumineers. Now that I think about it, it might not have been a rally. It might have just been a farmer's market. But it did make me think about white pride though, because racists fucked it up for white people. Y'all can't really outwardly say you're proud. Because the racists decided that the one thing they wanted to be proud of was the Civil War. Not even the whole war, just the half that lost. There's people who spend thousands of dollars, go get dressed up every weekend so they can re-lose the Civil War. Like, read the script. They'll be like, if I got dressed every weekend in a basketball outfit to go reenact the Harlem Globetrotters game, as any team other than the Harlem Globetrotters. I, uh, not really that great at dating. I, uh, 
I don't really know how to Netflix and chill. I've lately I've been Netflixing and relaxing. That's where we sit on opposite ends of the couch. Thank you, Car. You really, you really held my joke there. Oh yeah, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. I've been watching the show You. Are y'all familiar with the show You on Netflix? If you, if you don't know about the show You, it's basically a show about attractive women playing hide and seek, but they don't know it. There's a weird white dude, he just goes around stalking women. And like, I was thinking about it, it would be a totally different show if I were the main character, simply because I don't know how to stalk women. In the first episode, I would go to a bar, I would see an attractive woman, we would make eye contact. My heart would start racing, I would get butterflies in my stomach. Then I would go home. Episode two, I would talk to my roommate about what happened in episode one. But I would hype myself up. Like, yeah, man, I think we got a future together. I think I found the one. And then for the rest of this season, I would avoid the bar where I met her because deep down I think maybe she thinks I'm weird. Got my Oh, yeah, I think, I think they should have a companion show for this show, though. I think they should have a companion show from the woman's point of view. It should be called a him. And it's just about women filing police reports. Yeah, I think it's fucked up that we judge men for taking condoms on dates. I think you should take a condom everywhere. It's fucked up that we judge men for taking condoms on dates because we don't judge people for taking bowling shoes when they think they might go bowling. And like, yeah, the bowling alley has bowling shoes you can rent, but sometimes all they have is size 14s. That's not my size. Like, yeah, I can put my foot in it, but if I slip around the bowling alley too much, she's going to ask me to leave. And I don't know if you've ever been asked to leave a bowling alley, but it'll make you question your desire to go bowling. Like, I used to think I was pretty good at bowling. Now I don't know. Just sit at home and do virtual bowling by myself just so I can get my mojo back. All right, I'm Devontra Coleman. Give it up for your host. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it loud for Devontra Coleman. Oh, man. I just love watching his sets, man. Makes me laugh. Makes me chuckle. Hurts my insides, you know? All right. This next comedian is actually my grandma's favorite comedian. Everybody make it real loud for Brady J. Pearson! Oh, my God. I never had this much trouble getting this in my mouth. Excuse me. It's an easy joke, just like me. Hi, guys. How you doing? So, um, are there any other faggots in the room tonight? I wish, honey. Yeah, you just want him to be one, don't you? Is he your friend? Yeah, your your buddies. You're close, like really close. Why not? <laughs> Define super close for me for a second. We'll just. I mean, is it like hugging close? Is it, you know? Oh my God, I slipped and fell in your ass, kind of close. Or? Could it be though? Do you think so? Do you, do you ever wonder? You're saying you've never wondered what it's like to like maybe suck his dick or anything like that, no? Well, have you ever thought about sucking a dick at all? Okay, see, see, that, that's, that, mm-mm. See, I don't know if, I don't know if you, even though I'm a faggot, that still means I'm a guy, right? Despite all, I mean, I know I'm beautiful and it's amazing that you can make a guy this gorgeous, right? And so the thing is like, I kind of know though that like, 
Is there a single man in this room who has not thought about sucking their own dick? Raise your hands. Today on the radio, no one has. See? See what I'm saying? I mean, I know you probably weren't as passionate about it as I was. I mean, I thought I was going to try to break a rib to do it and shit like that. But, you know, people ask me, like, Brady, why do you keep going on about cocksucking and all this stuff? I was like, well, it's because of my mother. She always said, do what you're good at. And speaking of my family, you know, just I uh, was speaking of like, does anyone, um, anyone think about losing your virginity? When did, when did you lose your virginity? Do you remember? Anybody? Remember, was it years ago for you? Did you lose it, though? You didn't lose it, right? You know exactly what happened to it, right? You didn't lose it like you dropped it in a river. You lost your fucking wallet, right? So how did you fucking lose it? That's what I don't understand. It's like you can't actually lose your virginity. You know exactly what happened to it, right? It's not a pair of keys. It's not a wallet. No one stole your car. I mean, whether it's given or taken, you didn't lose it, right? And because I remember, for me, I remember exactly when I threw mine away. And to this day, I still say, thanks, Dad. And my family's kind of weird. You know, my mother, kind of conservative. She's a nurse, and she's always about any, anti any kind of recreational drug. And especially in San Francisco, she's like, you're not smoking that weed, are you? You're not smoking that weed. It's like, of course I am, Mom. You don't fuck me. No, no, of course not. Well, that's good. And he knows, the amazing thing is years later, all it takes is a little cancer. <laughs> and she's all about it now. Like, oh, my God, that shit is so good. I said, I know, Mom. Put it in the can and mail it to me. Oh, gosh, I feel so close to all of you now. And I want to share with you, like, the failure of a musical writer that I am. And you, you probably know this song, right? Yeah. And it's a little musical called Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be our bottom and he'll swallow. Oh my God, he'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. He'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you, I'm Brady. I love Brady so much. She's my grandma's favorite comedian. She says she just loves his voice. So make it loud for Brady. Yay! That was awesome. That was that was wonderful. Uh, the 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 list is a little uh, wonky because D- Denise Lee it just showed back up. Uh, Mark, you're after her. But guys, get, make it real big and loud for for the wonderful, the hardcore Denise Lee. Uh, I'm I'm moving to a new neighborhood, and sometimes like when I'm in different neighborhoods in San Francisco, I never know like how safe they are. Um, like sometimes I get a little scared walking around alone at night, but if I walk into a corner store and I see Justin's peanut butter cups, I know we're gonna be okay. You know, my old neighborhood, I lived next to a corner store. Every time I would go in at night, all they would have was like pickles in a bag. And I'd be like, all right, stay vigilant, you know. Uh, I don't I don't normally do drugs, but I once used a porta potty at an EDM concert. That's all right. That's that's fair. 
Shoot, okay. I once used a porta potty at an EDM concert, so I understand why people do drugs. <laughs> um, but recently, I tried Molly for the first time. All of my friends were doing it, and they were like, Denise, you should do it too. And I really gave into the peer pressure. And like an hour after I took the Molly, I was super mad at myself for not having done it sooner. You know, I was like, this shit is amazing. People are like, you don't need drugs to have fun, and that is true, but it really helps. It really does. Um, I don't know a lot about pop culture. Like, I get confused about movie stars sometimes, which gets pretty racist. I'm trying to be better, though, like when I'm watching TV. Like, when I see a white dude on TV, usually I'm still like, all right, is that like Leonardo DiCaprio? Like, if I see a white woman, I'm like, oh, I didn't know Lindsay Lohan was in this one, too. You know, but if I see a black dude in a movie, I'm like, who is that actor? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, um, I I don't I don't understand. I I like candy, but I don't really like fruit candies. Like I don't understand whoever came up with like Skittles. Like why did they want it to taste like something healthy, like a fruit? You know, like uh like why can't they t make candy taste like lasagna? I don't know. Um, uh, my parents raised me with, like, very traditional, like, Chinese values, so, like, they raised me to be very humble, very modest, and I feel like that's why I would not be a very good rapper. Uh, yeah, like, I was listening to a Drake song recently, y'all know the one where he's like, oh, last name ever, first name greatest, and I'm like, that's how I know you're not Asian, because... You're not humble at all, you know? I don't think I'm, like, particularly, like, self-deprecating. I think I'm just very honest. You know, like, if, if I was, if I had a song like Drake, I would be like, oh, last name competent, first name usually, you know, just kind of stating, stating the facts. <laughs> Setting the scene. <laughs> also, rappers are always, always bragging about, about money and stuff, you know? Like, like, they'll be like, money over everything, money on my mind. And then I would have to be like, oh, but education is important too, you know? Like, it's, I don't like it. People, it, I just I just don't feel like that's a very good vibe for people. Uh, okay, you know what? We'll call it a day, thank you. Hey, give it up for Denise Lee, everybody. All right, next up to the stage, please make it very loud for uh, a very funny man who I met last week at the... Uh, Joke Workshop, Mr. Mark Palchik. Woo! Thank you. I'm 72. I walk my dog every day, twice a day, for two hours. All right, it should only be an hour and a half, but you know that dog stops every 10 minutes so I can pee? You know, I still rarely know what day it is. This morning, I got up and I got dressed for church. Getting dressed for church on Monday morning. That is so stupid. I don't go to church on Monday morning. I'm Jewish. I don't go to church at all. Hey, in the 1400s, Spain was great for the Jews. They intermarried. They were accepted in society. And then in 1492, they said convert or die. But we persevered. In the 1920s, things were great for Jews in Germany. They intermarried, they accepted in society. 
And then right before World War II, they, you know, they decided to kill six million of us. But we, per we persevered. In the 1960s, the United States was great for Jews. We intermarried, we were accepted in society, and then last year, there were more hate crimes against Jews than any other time in the United States. Hey, look, we don't want to replace you. We just want to fuck your women. <laughs> look, I spent most of my time in Washington, D.C., and I love it, except, you know, it's getting so expensive. You wouldn't believe what it costs these days to buy a politician. And they're not worth it. Both D.C. and Georgia have politicians that tweeted that Jews control the weather. Come on. You haven't been able to control the weather since we left Egypt the first time. And I'll, t and I'll tell you a little secret. You know, if we really had that superpower, we'd just keep Manhattan a toasty 78 degrees. Hey, I don't care what Kanye, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and all those other anti-Semites say. We don't control the media. We don't control the banks. And good golly, Miss Molly, we did not sink the Titanic. That was an iceberg, not a Goldberg. I hate the fact that just because I'm over 70, people think that I'm old. Then on the BART, pregnant women give me their seat. And then my only pickup line is help, I fall and I can't get it up. But I get it. People get older, they change. A young man at 22 dreams of having a mistress who's young and sexy and will dress up like a nurse, right? Whereas an old man of 92 dreams of having a mistress that's an actual nurse. The young man really wants his mistress to knock his socks off. The old man will be perfectly happy if she just put them on. Look, personally, I don't think you're old unless your side piece is your night nurse and your spouse appreciates the help. Because look, old age is an attitude, not a number. Well, unless you've been pushed out of your job because you're age like I was, that's a short time where you lose your job, lose all sense of purpose. Before you know it, you are sitting in death's waiting room, Redding, California. I'm Mark Palchek. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was Mark Palchek, man. He's awesome, man. That guy, like, he reminds me of like one of my uncles, and he's a really nice guy, and I'm really glad I met him. Everybody make it real loud for Mark again. Woo! Yeah! All right. This next comedian, she's uh, very wonderful. She's uh, the social media marketing manager here at Mutiny, and I may have just sabotaged her set. All right, give it up for Emily Rudolph! Hey, it's okay. It hasn't hasn't hit me yet. I'm fine. Um, how are you guys tonight? So, what was that? Muy bueno. Okay, I thought Mark said that, and I was very thrown off. I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So, did you, did any of you guys celebrate 420? Yeah. Muy bueno. Yeah. All right. So I didn't get to celebrate this year. I had to go to a doctor's appointment, which sucks, right? Like. Nobody wants that. And my doctor was asking me a bunch of questions, you know. So I thought I'd mess with him a little bit. And he's, like, asking me, you know, do you, have a, do you incorporate a balanced breakfast into your day? And I was like, of course, bro. I have a balanced bowl every morning, half indica, half sativa, with a sprinkle of keef on top. Um, I was actually, I was at a show last night, and, like, for whatever reason, there was a whole bunch of gingers in the crowd. And the comic that went up before me, she 
like roasted and really hilariously uh, gingers and said a bunch of things about us, like that we have peanut allergies and all kinds of just mean things. I don't have peanut allergies. And I have a ginger joke that I'm going to tell you as my rebuttal to her. So I found out over uh, St. Patrick's Day that in some parts of the world, they say that having red hair is lucky, you know? Um, they actually say it's like finding a four-leaf clover. And I disagree with that. I think that being a redhead without freckles is lucky. And I tested this theory last night. I was the only one without freckles in our little gathering of gingers. Um, and like that's why they call it being a ginger, right? Because some people are into it, but most people just think it's gross. Uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'll I'm gonna work on this one again. I I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, which a lot of you guys know. Um, and my dad is a general contractor, and what that means is that he took me on a ton of job sites as a kid like to the point where I knew every curse word in Spanish by the time I was nine. And um, yeah, you're nodding your head, you understand. <laughs> um, which ones? I can't say them all now, but like we can go through them after. You can help me work on my, on my pronunciation, I'm not very good. But uh, it was basically like right along Duolingo, you know? I was hanging out on a paver for an hour with a guy whose name definitely wasn't John, teaching me to say fuck your mother in Spanish. I know that one, it's chingatu madre, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, my dad really believed in teaching me the value of hard work, you know, like to the point where when he would get hired help from the local Home Depot, he would put me to work in the yard with him. And uh, I could defend my dad and be like, it was a different time, but it wasn't that long ago, you guys, and the sex offender registry was definitely common knowledge. So I like to think he's just really confident in my Spanish. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it backfired on my dad later in life, though, because I attract problematic men, both uh, emotionally and hygienically, like moths to a dumpster fire. It's really tragic. It's worse when you guys don't laugh at it. It just makes it real. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I also, so moving to the Bay has been interesting because I've discovered that uh, there's like two major differences to me that I, or one major difference really to me that I've noticed between Arizona and living in the Bay and its dating sites. And I'll tell you why, right? So uh, like 85, you're, I like you, you're with it. You are on my level tonight, yeah. Um, I, so on dating sites in Arizona, right, most guys, like 85%, 90%, it's just a picture of them with a fish. Yeah, yeah, nodding again. Do you have a picture of you with a fish on any profiles? No? Your dogs? Close enough, right? Because the next thing I was gonna say is some guys it's just a fish right? Women don't want that. We don't want to see just a fish. You know what I mean? Like if all we have to judge you off of is a picture of you with a fish, we'd rather have a dick pic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, the fish is like, uh, you're not, that's, whenever you're holding up a fish, let's be real, like you're showing us the size of the fish. If you're going to show us the size of something, I'm just putting two and two together. And so that got me thinking, right? Like what if when guys took the picture took a picture of their dicks to send. They took a picture like it was a freshly caught fish, like lube it up a little bit, hold it up with a smile, put on a nice hat. All right, I messed it up a little bit. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, that was Emily Rudolph, guys. Uh, she's, she she, uh, she uh, gets lots of dick pics in her uh, inbox, probably, more than likely. Looking like fishes.
Sorry, guys. I fucking got really stoned. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying weird stuff now, allegedly. Uh, how's everybody doing? Yay! Uh, we're vibing in the booth, I guess. Shit. Uh, oh, no. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this next comedian, she just made it in. She's wonderful. She's on the scene. She's hilarious. Does the comedy. Everybody give it up for comedy! I have one. Uh, I have one bit. I just. I just want to work on. Ah. Okay. One. One second. Shh. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. All right. One second. Sorry, guys. I. I wasn't prepared. Okay. Um. So I. I have a boyfriend. I. Yes. I have a boyfriend. Um. I. I met him on. I met him on Bumble. Um, and at the time when I was starting, when I was going through Bumble, they, they told me that if I opened, uh, for every first conversation that I started with a guy, uh, it would donate to a certain cause. So, like, things are looking really bad for Bumble. You know, like, like they're like, please, like, initiate a convo with a guy and we will donate $10 billion to St. Jude's. And we're like, mm, I would let a thousand children die before Josh leaves me on red. You know? He should take the initiative. That's my make-a-wish. I don't know. I feel like, if anything, it should make women a little bit more nice to guys when it comes to, you know, chatting over on dating apps. Because we are so savage. Like, any guy could text us, hey, and we're like, oh, oh, you're a poet. You're really clever. And they'll be like, oh, like I'm a fem you're a feminist? You're just saying that because you want to fuck me. Oh, you want to know me? Pay my student debt. Like that's that's how bad it is. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe change the incentives. I think the issue is that is the incentives all wrong, right? Like, don't donate to charity. Don't make me feel like I need to start a convo to donate to charity. You know, give me two months worth of Fenty products. I will moonslide into his DMs. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was common to say. Yeah. Oh God, that was awesome. Oh shit, man. I love I I love uh, Mutiny Radio, guys. Everybody, make it real loud for Pam. She's probably listening. Yeah. No sleep. It's like 4 a.m. in Greece. What are you doing? Partying hard. Anyway, uh, we're just going to keep this rolling. We got a, a rock block of hilarious com comedians, like Pam would say. Uh, this next comedian I, I love and uh, does, does the comedy. Shit, I wish I, I knew how to introduce people better. But everybody, make it real loud for Harvey Vaughn! Yeah! Harvey! Woo! All right, y'all. Um, my dad's black, uh, and that sucks, right? Right? It sucks because uh, he's black, and I still look this white, you know? 
Um, oh man, dude, I'm so out of it today. Uh, look this white. Give me a rough set, guys. Thanks, Sensor. Um, okay, I can remember, okay. It sucks because he's black, and I want to be black too. And that sucks. Oh, Spencer, you were right. That is the next line. That sucks because wanting to be black is the whitest shit I do. Like, when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, and white guys, you'll know this, this question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Like, always had to be, by the way. Never, like, if you could be another race or if you got to be another race. Like, if you had to be. And every white guy says black every time. Uh, I do look really white, though. And I've been told that looking white is a privilege, of course. But looking this white does make me feel like I'm not at all black. I'm in a privileged position privileged position like I'll never be the victim of a hate crime that's incredible I'm so lucky but I do think a hate crime would hell with my racial identity I think I'd feel more included in the black community it's fucked up but here's how I genuinely feel if you call me the n-word then fuck you but thanks for noticing um By the way, have y'all noticed that all the worst words have two G's, like right in the middle of the word? Like the N-word, two G's, right in the middle. Faggot, two G's, right in the middle. Muggle, two G's. Old JK knew what she was doing with that one. Um, I'll say faggot because I've been called a fag so many times, but I don't touch the N-word. In my head, that makes sense. But technically, technically I have it backwards. I'm 25% West African. My family's from the South. I use Cash App. I could say the N-word. And I shouldn't say fag. Like, I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks, and that shit isn't even gay anymore. When I say I'm black, I feel like a bisexual woman saying that she's gay. Like, 100%... We're both right on paper. It's valid. But like a little bit, a little bit, it's like, ah, come on. Like, we're not in the trenches. Like, we don't, <laughs> no one calls us the double G words. Uh, you know, it, it sucks. I wish it weren't true, but uh, you don't get to be a minority just for dating white women. There's something there, maybe. I need to work on that. Um, cool, guys. I appreciate you hanging in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, guys, that, that, that was uh, that was that was Harvey Vaughn. That was awesome, uh, guys. He's part black. If you didn't know, he's part black. All right, guys, this uh, this we're about to roll. We're rolling into the the comment section. Uh, real quick, uh, I, I'm gonna let one more comment go before we before we do uh, the the fucking co the co the comment section, just because. Yeah. Four minutes says four minutes of feedback. Yeah, got you. Uh, but I'm gonna let one more person go. That's off the wait list real quick because we we got hella time. Uh, if, so uh, I'm gonna let uh, Fernando Dega. You wanna go? All right, four minutes. Let's go, Fernando Dega. 
Oh, so many should have lowered this for me. Math was short. A lot of tall white people. Damn. <laughs> Not that like, I have against white people. I was like, damn, you guys are really tall like, like a freaking tree in San Francisco. Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, I see. Give me the, 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 how you say, the whispers of a, of a fly. I don't know what a fly sounds like, but I know this. Flying to buzz on your food. But yeah, I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Anyone smoke weed here? Cause I know, I know. I didn't mean to say that Asian girl comment. She said, cause uh, she, I thought she said marijuana. But yeah, if you don't smoke weed, that's okay. I mean, welcome to San Francisco. I know you want to live here. That's okay. Weed is not for everybody. So yeah, there's one time I was in my basement. Um, I saw the video on YouTube. Um. The video showed me how to build two water balls into a gravity bong, and you know what happened? It fucking fell. Uh, uh, I don't know if I have to be PG. It freaking failed, man. It's like fuck. All right, it fucking failed, bro. I wanted to get stoned on that marijuana, but fucking YouTube. It's like they say, well, you, if you watch something, it's not gonna happen. And it failed. What the fuck? E Hijo de chingada, like that white girl, they call Rudolph say, those words, eight hey, words, yeah, that word. <laughs> so, yeah, anyone here Jewish? Okay, we got two Jewish people. I like you guys. You guys are some cool Jews, man. I just went to, <laughs> I just went to a synagogue and um, I know, I, I heard, I know you guys know what a synagogue is, right? I went to a synagogue, it's like a, my first, my second time there, and I told my name's Fernando. Tell me why I found another Mexican trying to fucking fight me at a bar next to us. Like, what the fuck is, like, I'm really high. I'm having a good time at synagogue. I, everything's over. And then I'm like, this guy's like, hey, hey, I know you. You know, I know you know me. Like, dude, I don't know you, bro. Some guy trying to be macho. Another Mexican, another Mexican trying to fart at an Irish bar. Like, really, dude? At least they didn't tell me. Hey, hey, man, come outside. I'm going to fight with you. Like, dude, I'm glad his Jewish friends backed me up, bro, because you guys are some down motherfuckers, like some down guys, just like my friend Goal, you know? I have a friend who's Jewish. He's, uh, he doesn't know how to pick up women, but I try to help him out. I, I would do his pressure to get with, with, with numbers, but I want to give it to him because I know I'm going to get laid. I'll be like, hey, I know you. It's me, Go Schneider. Uh, can I get your number? And usually that would work. And I, I would get the number. I'm going to get laid. But not him. <laughs> He'll be stuck at a synagogue eating all of the food. All you can eat tacos. Man, I got loves to eat. But yeah, let's 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 finish this up with the finale, man. Let's see. You know, I you know I go walk to a bar. I love to be myself, but I feel like when you when you mix alcohol and alcohol in a bar, it you tend to fall in a bush, you know, man. But it's like, I prefer marijuana. It's like I had my days with alcohol, man. I'm I'm trying to stay sober for about two weeks already, but it's like the alcohol is like el diablo. It it, it wants to creep up on you. <laughs> Thank you guys. My name is Fernando Dega. Adios. On to the next comic. All right, guys, that was Fernando Dega. Lovely having him on here.
We're going to keep it rolling, and we're going to roll into the comment section now. We're going to do four minutes of comedy and then four minutes of comments and notes. So find a mic after the set, and we're going to work this out. We're going we're gonna to help punch each other, ch each other up in a nice way, make things real good. Uh, all right, so starting it all out, leading off the notes section, with my little brother in this comedy game. We're going to give it up for Kane! What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? A little bit of a quiet room. That's actually my Jewish uncle right there. No, I'm just kidding. We never met before. Yeah, we have. I've been in a really weird mood this past month. I uh, I woke up this morning really angry, and I looked in my fridge to get some cereal, and the first thing I saw was a half zip of mushrooms staring right back at me. And I was really tempted to take them, you know, but I couldn't because I had to go to work. But that doesn't mean I didn't, you know? It just means I thought maybe I shouldn't do that. It's kind of a bad idea. Yeah, work is kind of odd when you're on shrooms. You know, those stock guys, they don't have to worry about that shit. They can just, like, sit at their house and, like, fuck with the face of uh, the American economy just from their bedrooms and shit. But, yeah, so I went to work, and something really weird happened. You know, my coworker, I'm not going to tell you exactly what he said. He was a little overtly sexual. You know, he says, hey, Kane, you want to go in the porta potty so I can fuck your ass? No. That's fucking gross, dude. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be mean because, you know, that's beneath me, but... This guy's a fat fuck, all right? He's fucking huge. He's ginormous. He smells like shit. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about how fucking old he is. You know, but he's 56. He's like fucking. He's 10 breaths of concrete dust away from fucking killing over and dying from silicosis. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, sorry, my stomach hurts. I shouldn't have put that milk in my cereal. Anyways, yeah. Just long story short, man. You know, he's 56. He's kind of gross. Anyways. I had to look at him and just be honest with him. I said, Ben, no, you're way too young for me, dude. That's fucking gross. You know, it's weird. A lot of weird shit's been turning me on recently, but when he said that, it didn't even give me a wiggle, you know, but I went and I turned on the elevator and the elevator had this sexy voice and said, going up. And I was like, holy shit, dude, I got to fucking get out of here. Cause I was, you know, still shrooming and I was feeling it pretty good. I had, uh, you know, I'm a construction worker, so most of the bathrooms you work on are, like, torn apart. There's, like, no stalls in there. So, you know, if you can imagine what someone jerking off in a bathroom with no stall doors looks like, that's what I was doing. People were just watching. Kind of like this. There you go. Yeah, but uh, I'm weird as fuck. My coworkers are weird as fuck. And my, f my family's weird as fuck. Thank you. Hell yeah. You know, I got kind of curious about my heritage the other day, though, so I asked my aunt, I said, hey, Aunt Jude, uh, when you were a kid, did you have a kissing cousin by chance? And she got kind of quiet, not because she was embarrassed to ask, but she just had to think about it because she's kind of old, you know, and then she said, actually, yeah, I did. I was like, oh, that's kind of gross, but it kind of explains a lot, like the fact that that might run in the family. Then I got to thinking again, and it got even weirder because she doesn't have a cousin. I don't have a cousin. I just have an aunt that really likes to kiss her nephew on the mouth, you know? Yeah, I feel really bad. I uh, Before me and my girlfriend broke up, I actually cheated on her with my aunt. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Or am I? Yeah, you know, I'm actually, uh, actually coming from a very rare... It's actually a very rare and thinning race of people here on the West Coast. I don't know if you've heard of us. We're called white trash. 
a lot of people ask, you know, why do you talk and sound like that? And it's like, the honest answer is just because I'm white trash. There's no other explanation. Well, that's a lie. I'm really fucking trashy, but it doesn't really have that much to do with being white, you know? I'm just a fucking terrible person in general. I, it doesn't matter what, what I would have been born as, I would have been this fucked up anyways, you know? That's a, okay. Yeah, I don't want to run the rest of these jokes. I'm feeling kind of weird today, so I'm going to just end it there. Yeah. All right, guys. Here's the notes section. Uh, find a microphone. Uh, Kane, I, I can tell you were feeling a little off up there. You good? Yeah, yeah. Weird month. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I you've, you, your material itself has been improving. The content and, like, the uh, j just general just jokes are getting better. Like, you know, you're not you're not going for the easy, the low-hanging fruit. You're, tr you're challenging yourself. You're going for it. Uh, one thing you should do, I recommend, is record your like your set, listen to it a bunch, and cut out. Uh, cause I, I wrote down like two things that you say a lot. That I mean, it's just part of like your cadence. Just like you say, you know, and kind of like, like, and you use it a lot. Like just both of those words. And if you can find a way to write out your set and then just like not use kind of like and you know over and over again uh it would i think it would cut out a lot of time that you're you, you know and and make it a lot more streamlined so just really just uh, choice words just be a lot more choice with what you're saying that's about it yeah yeah your mic's on is it oh hey guys sure. hello i can't see you i'm just gonna be like like the mystery man hey how are you um, so, what did I write down? So, for the porter potty joke, okay, you have a lot of, like, cool visuals, which I love story, you know, I'm, like, very into storytelling, and, um, I feel like you put a lot of detail into describing the old guy, which is cool, I'm with that, but I almost feel like you could romanticize that more, and, like, you could balance that between, like, him being really old and gross, or whatever you want to say, and, like, are, are you in, like, an awkward position? Like, are you bending over, reaching into your tool bag, like, when he walks up and asks to fuck you in the porter potty? Uh. You know, <laughs> like, are you sweaty? Is there, like, is his butt crack hanging out? Like, give us, like, a really good visual, like, when you talk about yourself jacking off in the bathroom without the stalls. Um, yeah. And then I just said, also, I think that you can just slow down a little bit and pause more, which is something that, like, I think everybody's... I, Spencer's, Spencer's turning his head. You Like, don't... I'm not saying to mess up your cadence, but I think there are a couple places where just a short pause almost would let a couple of the things you say hit a little better because they're funny and, like, slightly shocking is all I w was getting at. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? All right. Gotcha. Spencer? Um, the dynamic of the joke where you're talking about, like, I'm not going to say this about this guy, and then you say the thing. Uh, it, I, I still like the um, the shape of that. It's the, the pacing. Um, I feel like you should be more, there should be a little bit, I don't know, it didn't feel separated enough to be where, like, I'm not going to talk about it, but 
his fucking name's Jack. You know, it, I, I, yeah, just work on the timing of that because I like the, um, I really like the joke of that. All right, we got to wrap it up now. Uh, that was Kane in the notes, everybody. Yeah, Kane, you're doing great. Woo! All right. Next up for the notes and commentary, uh, give it up for GD! Hi, friends. Something bad happened a few years ago. Uh, I was born. <laughs> when my dad looked at me, he was like, shh. When my grandfather looked at my dad, he's like, it's, it happens, man. Come on. Come, come, I'll take you out for a drink. Come on. Father, son, time. Stop choking him. It's okay. He's your son after all. Uh, last night, I was with my girlfriend. Uh, we had a candlelight argument. She said, fucking take all my clothes off. <laughs> she didn't like cross-dressing up. Ah. I am 29 in a few days. Uh, I will be turning 29. It's a horrible age. Come on. Late 20s, especially when you're single. I, like, I fall in love with any girl who, who is polite to me. Not a good thing to be like. Yesterday, I fell for a girl. Uh, she was so helpful. She told me directions. Google Maps. <laughs> when I reached the destination, she said, you have reached the destination. I said, uh, so can I ask you out now? Yeah. Uh, stupid age, man. I like to confuse people. Uh, I gifted my friend a Rubik's Cube. He's colorblind. Uh. He said, uh, dude, this looks defective. I said, every single thing on this planet is defective for you. Uh. <laughs> you are defective. I went to Safeway, purchased some things. The only reason why we go there, but I don't know why I said that. So, <laughs> Unless if you work there, if you work there, I asked, uh, I was new to America. I asked a white guy, sir, excuse me, how can we do a fine milk? He gave me this look. I said, what? He said, are you, where are you from? I said, I'm from India. You Indians come to our country, and you make a lot of money, then you marry a white girl for green card, and then you never go back. I said, no, that's not right. I, if I ever date a white girl, it, would, it won't be for green card. It will be uh, for sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am sending money home now, back to my home country, so I am using this app called Remitly. The tagline of this app says, we promise you to send your money in time. Aren't you supposed to do that? Why is it a tagline? That's like Trader Joe saying, we promise you, if you give us money, we will give you milk. Or like a gold digger saying, uh, if you give me money, I will give you milk. <laughs> or head. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's all for today. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, that was GD, and uh, now we're going to give some comments, so find a mic if uh, you want to give some comments. Um, I'm going to go first because I'm right here. Um, damn, dude, I like your, 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 you're getting cold with it. Like, you're, you're getting quick. I like that line, uh, 
Son of a bitch. Every time I try and do notes for you, I forget what you're going to... Uh, give me a second. Come back to it. Someone next. Someone else. Every time. I fucking Harvey, hate it. Harvey, do you want to go? Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> um, so I really liked your the cross dressing joke. I think that was really good. I think because your jokes are so short and like to the point, your word choice and how many words you're using becomes way more important. Yeah. Because uh, each word is like a larger piece of the joke proportionally, right? Mm-hmm. So I would just work on tidying everything up. Maybe like write things out, see what words work best and what words can be eliminated. Um. But yeah, I like, I like the, I like what you're doing there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, you need uh stronger tags on the uh getting turned on by Google Maps uh joke. Uh, it it is like um she said you've arrived at your destination and I came. You know, or something <laughs> like that. It's just like, uh, yeah, just write it out. Because yeah. I, I, I feel like the con- yeah. the concept is good, but the joke hasn't been yeah. all the way written. And you write yeah. really clever I, jokes. I actually, yeah, that's right. I wrote it today. Yeah, so, yeah. But I thank you. Uh, also, the Safeway one, when you're like, I was there to purchase things, you can even turn that into a joke. Just just to let you guys, I, I don't fucking loiter. Uh or what something like that, you know? What I was going to do, for uh, I remember, it was for the green card joke. Uh, I don't uh, m- uh, marry a wo- woman for a green card is for sex, uh, but I will marry a man for a green card. Uh-huh. I, was, I think that would be, that'd be a good one, you know? like. Yeah, I would do that, like the joke. Uh, yeah. Yep. I agree with Spencer on uh, the one about the... <laughs> about <laughs> your joke about the Google Maps voice turning you on, like if at the end... You like just to have like have a sentence like I came my parents. Like mm. there's this classic video on YouTube of uh this guy, crazy ginger kid, and he's like the first time I shot crystal meth, I came my parents. And you're just like I heard the Google voice and I was like, came my parents. Agree. Very That's professional, good. Kane, thank you. Thank you so much. Um yeah, so I guess I would triple confirm adding the line about you coming at the end. That's not what I was initially going to say, but I thought I'd go ahead and back that up and make hard eye contact while I do it. I wrote I <laughs> I wrote down um like there's the just that there was opportunity in the Google Maps joke for you to even expand more and like Google Maps could say more things to you. You know what I mean? At the mm-hmm. end when you ask her like you know, when things respond to you and say they don't understand, like she could say something spicy to you. I yeah. don't know. I think there's more Gotta you could do down. there. Mm-hmm. And then, w- so the joke with the milk, right? You ask where the milk is, and then it prompts that whole other conversation, right? That's the story. Yeah, like the guy accuses yeah. me of coming yeah. here and marrying, like. I don't know what it is yet, but I think that there is some correlation at the end that you could make a joke about white girls and milk. I'm just saying, you mm-hmm. could call it back to the milk thing. I don't know what it is, but. Maybe next week I'll have something. That's what I got. Thank <laughs> you so much, Emily. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, GD. Yeah. Woo. Hell yeah. All right, guys. This next comedian uh, has some skin material <laughs> and, does <laughs> and does other jokes. Give it up for Johnny Knudsen. <laughs> All right. Mahalo. Um, someone the other day called me a piece of shit, you know, 
I was like, yeah, well, you're the fucking full turd. You know? Apparently, I'm an avoidant guy, but uh, I don't really want to talk about that. Good. Yeah. You know, apparently, you're supposed to live like it's your last day, you know? Well, that sounds, like, incredibly stressful to me, you know? Like, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I would not be here. So, I mean, I can almost guarantee you that I would not be at an open mic. I think I'd be, like, at an orgy or something. Or I would, I think I would host an orgy, you know? Just host a massive orgy in the street or something. Just knowing you're going to die. You know, going out with one last big bang. I don't know. But then you wake up the next day and you're like, fuck. I got to do it all again. I don't know. There should be one giant orgy every day in the street. Realistically, it'd just be me jacking off in my room. I wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to host an orgy in one day's time. <laughs> you guys ever go to Guitar Center and ask the employees if, uh, you know, ask, ask for uh, made-up instruments, you know? They're like, hey, do you guys have the uh, bongo pop, trombi synth, mid-range 3700? They're like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we do have bongo drums. <laughs> uh... I feel like if you went to, like, Good Vibrations just a few streets away and asked the same question, you'd be like, hey, do you guys have the uh, bongo pop at, like, aisle five? <laughs> mid-range? I'm like, mid-range. Aisle six. All right, thanks, Dakota. Um, I feel like everyone that says uh, long story short, I feel like they tell the longest stories, you know? <laughs> like, if I know, like, three of your aunt, aunt's names after your story... That's just a long story. <laughs> I don't know. You never want to be a grammar Nazi, you know? But it'd be much worse to be part or an active member of the grammar SS. I don't know. It'd be bad to be a grammar Nazi like on uh, like a memorial page, like a GoFundMe for memorial page, you know? You're like, uh, you're writing a note. You're like, dear Deborah, I'm sorry for the untimely loss of your son in the tragic kiteboarding accident. He was loved by everyone in his community, especially the kiteboarders. But to be honest, it was less of an accident and more of a shark attack that ultimately got him. Anyways, here's $5 um, and one last thing. I before E, and uh, <laughs> you you didn't you fucked that up somewhere. Anyways, long story short, uh, he was a great fucking guy, and uh, he was a wicked kite surfer. All right, I got buddies that call going to the gym, so like basic level workouts. They call it training, and that just annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> Because these dudes drink like 45 beers on the weekend. And they're like, I'm going to go train. I'm like, you're not training. You're an alcoholic, buddy. So, yeah, all right. I think uh, there'd be a, a greater level of world peace if every dude ha was bald with a ponytail, you know? But then there'd also be like a 10,000-fold increase of uh, chihuahuas and neck uh, crystal necklaces. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, here's the last one. It would be hard to confuse an earplug and a butt plug, right? 
Well, that's just the type of guy I am. All right, this is uh, Ben. I don't. Even, all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, guys, give it up. Woo, Johnny Knudsen. All right, my first comment is, where the fuck was all the skin jokes? Yeah, where's all the skin jokes? There was yeah, the I'm skin getting jo- scared of skin jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have the energy. It's just really creepy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I'm just the weirdo that thinks they're amazing. Uh, but no, uh, these new jokes are really good. You, it's um, just tighten the wheels. You know, um, they probably have better notes than me though. So. So you're talking about the having an orgy in in the streets. Yeah, I'm I, was, I was thinking of the line because uh, there's no food. If you, you want me to finger dudes with no finger foods? I wrote down, and I thought that'd be pretty <laughs> funny uh, because you know th- you only have one day to prepare. How are you gonna get the charcuterie together? That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's hella funny. Uh, and um, I, the one of your tags was you're not this. You're I think you're an alcoholic. Yeah, uh, you can do better. Right. Uh, on that tag, because I've heard the, that basic structure of you're not this, you're an alcoholic in different jokes. It's, it's not the jokes are all different, but I think the uh, tag could be uh, yeah. different. Thank you. Um, these jokes were a little like different from your usual ones, but I liked them. They were good. Uh, I don't know if you know this. You do say you know a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a lot of this. Yeah, that's good to know, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, other than that, I, I like right. this set a lot, yeah. Just like small Yeah, and like, hey, guys, we do post the lives, like, it's the whole fucking thing, like, on the Instagram. So if y'all ever want to go back and just, like, watch yourselves, like, because, like, like, the most comfortable I think a lot of us are is here on this stage. So watching yourself when you're really comfortable is really good because that's when you can see like a lot of your ticks that you would do like you, you, you would film, do. You film this too. It's right there. Oh, I didn't know that. It's on that little phone point. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, uh, great new jokes. Really enjoyed them. Uh, when you say I don't want to talk about I'm bald, may, like just thought of this line over there. Maybe say I, I went to a hairstylist recently. Just true. They laughed at me. I asked for a haircut and they I laughed. I went to a hairdresser. I didn't even talk. Like something like that. Yeah. And when you say the OG joke, maybe, I don't know, like, I am like Johnny Sins, but uh, you compare yourself because he is also uh, mm-hmm. So, like, I am like Johnny Sins. <laughs> I, I am Johnny Sins, uh, except the height and, and the length. That's something like that. Certainly the and length. Then <laughs> uh, con- con- I think there is, there could be an opportunity if you think about it, about Connecting the earplug butt plug joke with the orgy joke, like could be. even during the orgy, many girls complained. Cool, thanks everyone. Yeah. All right, all right. Two seconds. I gotta re- fucking find the list. I fucking it disappeared. Uh, fu- how many times can I say fuck on the radio? All right. Kelly's not here. Uh, Dom, you here? Dom, you outside? All right, Dom. Uh, you give it up for Dominion Sims! Woo! Yeah! All right, man. That's good hosting. That's what I'm talking about. Bringing it. Hello, everybody. Happy fucking Monday. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> fucking times. Uh, so, uh, I'm from a dangerous part of the East Bay called the East Bay, where it's always a what-the-fuck moment. 
The motto is bitch. Yeah, I used to go to Lake Merritt, but it's been over a year since I've gone. Last time I was there, I saw someone sailing in the lake in a dinghy with a black sail that said, no lives matter. I know, right? It's like always freaking out and shit like that every fucking time. And it's fucking take the time to get here, spend the money to get here, take the time to try to memorize my shit, never memorize my shit, sitting here with people staring at me. <laughs> like, fuck. Every, yeah, right? Every fucking time. And you guys know <laughs> this is nothing new for me. Um,. Oh, yeah, so uh, every time that uh, I meet people from other parts of the Bay Area and I tell them that I'm from the East Bay, they always look at me like, oh, you poor soul, or let's get the fuck out of here before it robs us. Yeah, and they're not wrong to assume the worst because the East Bay is a shithole. You go to Popeye's, they take your order like, welcome back to Popeye's, what the fuck you want? Like, what the fuck is anybody going to say? They're high as fuck and nothing else is open to eat because they'll get robbed. Yeah, exactly. Um, I try to tell them, I say, hey, you know, forgot something. They're like, and? The fuck do you want me to do about it? So I just slowly back away and not make direct eye contact. Uh, I messed up that joke. I missed the number of lines there, but I try to pick it up as much as possible. Uh, so as you know, I'm from the shitty-ass East Bay. Not many things I like to do over there, but I like going to the beach and enjoys enjoying views of San Francisco, except for the goddamn Salesforce Tower. Every time I look at it, I want to press sexual assault charges against the city for rape to my eyes. When the sun's going down and the sky's turning orange, the tower becomes even more pronounced. It eventually turns into a BBC because it's silhouetted. It's like when the design team are brainstorming ideas that's going to represent the future of San Francisco. The head of the firm comes in in the meeting and he challenges everybody to go ahead and incorporate the city into the tower. All right. And ta-da! It's cock around the clock. The full Monty. They should have just slapped a pair of nuts on it. Built two glow buildings right next to each other at the base of the tower. That would have at least been ballsy. If they go ahead and decorate the tower during the holiday seasons, you'll hear the men's gay choir humming their little hearts out all the way from the Castro. Men in the choir are like, I'm not religious, but happy birthday, baby Jesus. It's going to be cool when the next earthquake happens. The tower's going to turn into the world's largest vibrator. And on the subject of world's largest, on the subject of large vibrators, the Salesforce Tower would make the perfect replica for a dildo. Its size, its sleek design, its ribs for one's pleasure. Maybe get yourself a Koi Tower butt plug for 50% off while supplies last. A couple of fun facts about the tower. It's the second largest structure west of the Mississippi. Second largest structure, so many, many states. You big fucking cock. <laughs> and uh, the architect said that uh, he wanted the tower to be very big, very tall, but still polite and appropriate. That's what rich bitches say when they go dildo shopping. 
And one last joke. I'll throw this one in there. People liked it last time. What do you call my last joke? What do you call uh, what's a lesbian's favorite kind of car? A boxster. Yeah. All right, so that was me. How did I do on time? Did I get on? That was perfectly at four minutes. You, you like you hit it right there at four. Hey, yeah, damn, yeah, right. Dominion Sam. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. so here we are. Uh, note uh, section so time. I, I, I consciously chose a spot where you folks give me feedback. We already know that I fucking can't remember my line, so no need to even say that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I know you don't like getting feedback, but I'm really glad that you did. Like, like you're fucking dope. Like. I appreciate anybody that's brave enough to get feedback from other comics. But, uh, no, you're, you're getting really tight with it. Like, I really like all those factual jokes. Like, I really like that one joke that you have about the dude that's swimming in a circle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, because anyway, the, mm-hmm. I like your I like your jokes. They're 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 kind of like no offense, like 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 the uh, middle aged dad jokes. Like some of them are. <laughs> But like, you yeah, know, like you're wearing better. Oakland out. You're wearing all fucking A's shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You're all fucking well. G'd up. Like you look like a T-ball dad. Uh, so you could you could you could lean into it, you know. Sure. Uh, so what I was saying is, is like different. I really like the factual jokes, like the the coit ta- like the not the coit- the the, the Salesforce Tower being w- the largest structure west of the fucking whatever. Like that's hilarious. Like that's cool because it's factual. It's smart and like it's also like hard to hard. hard. Anyway, I just keep it up. Like make make the I like the factual jokes. So like it, more of that shit. Will do. Thank you. Of course. Hey, man, I enjoyed your content. Uh, Thank you. You got balls, you know. You're, everything yeah. you're, and your sis is so raw, you know. It's like no one, hang on. It is. I can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah, no one in, like, your age or my age can do that shit, especially when you're, when you're like, teaching all these youngsters out here, like, all these mics and meisters, you know. I give you props. Your comedy's really raw, bro. Keep working on it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. It's a compliment. Thank you. Anybody else, guys? Oh, yeah. Wait, Harvey? Oh, it's the man in oh, black. Spencer? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, I think, yeah, your raw nature is, is, is really cool to your character. I do like the... I do like structure on you when you... when like your more structured jokes I think are super funny because uh, you're a good writer uh, also what's a lesbian's favorite kind of car you could do a couple of them just come up with some good lesbian car puns okay I said a Volvo was <laughs> yeah Sorry, thank you um, I think that when you do material that you've memorized we can sometimes tell you've memorized it, but sort of where you you forgot what you had memorized and you were sort of ad-libbing, it came off very authentic. Um, and I would argue maybe your style of generating material could be more spontaneous. Like maybe try, instead of writing things out, just come into passionate about and just kind of riff. I think that led to a very authentic uh, experience for the audience. But yeah, I think it was. I think it was good. Thank you, thank you very, very, very much, everybody. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, 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 I learned the lesson when you said where I kind of changed gears for a second, where I learned less. So I was at Slate. I forgot what I was saying. Fucking what's new? <laughs> and someone tried to chime in, and I was trying to remember it, and I took it too seriously. 
and I came off as kind of attacking. I was like, you know, shut the hell up, you know, I'm trying to think. That came off bad. It looked bad. It sounded bad. I didn't feel good about it. Uh, I thought about it, and I learned my lesson. I said, next time someone comes over here and tries to lend a hand, take the hand, you know, because that way you just calm the hell down for a second, you know. Once your nerves are calmer and stuff like that, you can relax a little bit more. Shit will come back to you a little bit. So yeah. I forgot a few lines, but I was able to recuperate because my dude in the back there. So Thanks, uh, Tom. Uh, and one thing, everybody writing all the time i've yeah. heard people say you need to write always every fucking day yeah. if you're not here you might be doing something thanks tom thank you everybody hell yeah that was dom dom sims everybody Woo! yeah hell yeah all right um we're out of people for uh, uh notes so we're just gonna keep it rolling and uh now we're gonna be in a rock block of my favorite comedians as pam would say uh we're gonna give it up big and loud for this next guy wacky and wild spencer devine <laughs> Okay, Mark, not throwing me off at all. Find your seat in your own time. <laughs> I get it. We all got places to be. Uh, I, uh, when I'm not doing comedy or disappointing my parents, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I know, you look at me, you're like, this guy has free time. <laughs> I have a lot of free time. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, purported by the conservative right, as the game of the devil, okay? It's the devil's craft work. I, I wonder if they hated Dungeons and Dragons because it was a board game. Like, maybe they have problems with board games. It's just a preacher being like, shoots and ladders, the devil's tools. <laughs> Do you have a mustache? Do you have a funny hat? God does not care. He does not guess who. God knows who. Yeah, no, I said that right. Don't know why. I didn't. Okay. Okay. Do you have a funny hat? Do you have a mustache? God doesn't care. God doesn't guess who God God knows who. Right? See, it did better the second time. I knew it. I knew it would. I knew once you heard it again. Uh, when I go to the grocery store, I, I'm a, you know, the 10 items or less lane. I'm a professional, okay? That's why I end up there. Um... But not, you know, not everyone's ready. Uh, not everyone's ready. There's different levels of responsibility in the grocery store. You, we're not in the wild fucking west that is self-checkout, you know. There's a fucking, there's a small fire. There's a child rolling in a pile of fun dip, you know, checking some shit. Steal some shit. Put in those hot pockets as potatoes. Live your best life. No aisle numbers. No rules. Impro improvisational recreational shopping. Uh, then you have the middle aisles. And I like to call that the you had no other fucking option aisles. Like uh, everything else is full. You're buying alcohol. You have a family your fault okay and then we're in aisle number one where the professionals live uh people say spencer 
uh, you should be nice to people when they have 11 items, you know? Just let it go. It's just an extra item. Uh, fuck that shit, okay? I don't even have anywhere to be, and I'm still gonna fucking call you on it. Uh, we didn't end up here on accident. I didn't turn out a produce like a noob. Uh, if you're not ready to be in this aisle, then you're in the fucking Thunderdome, unarmed and naked. I didn't put you here. Uh, I'll, I'll snipe people out of line if they're not ready. I'll be like, he has more than ten items. But I... I just have grapes. <laughs> yeah. Grapes. <laughs> how many how many sunflower seeds you got there? A thousand? Move it on down to aisle number two, homie. Not ready. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of impressions. You like them. We're not going to ask if you like them. Uh, this is my impression of a speaking spell. Having a bad day. F you. Uh, this is my impression of you know those wacky inflatable arm guys. Outside uh, card. This is one of those. But he's a crazy conservative. I've never seen Obama take a bath. Whoa! If if the world's not flat, then explain maps. Whoa! <laughs> okay, thank you so much. I've been Spencer Devine. You guys have been oh, cool. Yeah, Spencer Devine. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Guys, wasn't that lovely? Wasn't Spencer just great? All right, we're gonna keep it rolling. This next comedian, you can see him doing roast battles. You can see him doing comedy. You can see him really easily because he's really tall. Everybody, give it up for Deep Dodge Show! Spencer, you are really tall. No, you are really tall. I usually have to like pull this mic at least five feet, but today it's oh, it was only like two inches. Yeah, I'm I'm the only engineer in a family of doctors. So I am the disappointment of the family. You know, just the usual third world problems. We don't have food or electricity, but we have a bunch of doctors and engineers. Yeah. And like growing up, I had a cousin. I was extremely jealous of him. He obviously ended up being a doctor. He was everyone's favorite, especially my grandparents. They all loved him or even love him right now. But last week he came out uh, of the closet and he told everyone that he is gay, which, which I'm really happy about. <laughs> I think he got the joke, but <laughs> now, <laughs> now since that confession, I'm not the biggest disappointment of the family anymore. Yeah, at least for my grandparents. I'm 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 happy for him. But I'm also jealous that he took away the only thing I had being the biggest disappointment. So I had to go to him and fuck him. <laughs> and even that wasn't enough so I started doing stand up. <laughs> Who can beat that a gay Indian stand up comedian? 
Yeah. Uh, I was on Bumble recently, and this girl in her bio said she likes to live her life like a queen in Game of Thrones. I was like, that's weird, and I just messaged her. Oh, you just like to fuck your brother who has no arm. <laughs> And she said, no, I'm adventurous. I'm just not your usual GOT queen. I like to ride dragons and fuck my nephew. <laughs> yeah. So I think for her, her, it's like as long as she's doing incest, she's doing fine. I think she's not a queen in Game of Thrones. She's just a white girl from Alabama. Yeah. What other stuff I had to try? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, my boss. I hate my boss as usual. Everyone does, I think. Uh, he he is trying to bring in new changes in the company. He is trying to make it more like informal and forcing people to talk to each other when they don't want to. So like today he he came up with this idea that in the team meeting we all will share a picture of something that makes us all really happy. So uh, I shared an AI drawing of his dead body. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go down very well with him. But I still have my job and I think that's okay. <laughs> All right, thanks guys, that's my time. Woo, yeah, everybody deep down through, yeah. <laughs> All right guys. Uh, this next comedian just walked in the door. Uh, everybody make it loud for Kelly Evans! God damn, you're tall. This is emasculating. Holy shit. <laughs> I can put this down. All right, man. Fucking adjust the mic when you're done, Detanchu. What the fuck? That's... And I'm not a short person. I mean, it could be Newman up here. That'd be fucking bad. I'm sorry, buddy. All right. <laughs> Um, what's up? Uh, my name is Kelly. I think I know most of you, so, you know, let's just get on with it. Um, I am going to therapy. It, uh, it's online therapy. Um, does everyone know the website OnlyFans? You guys? Yeah, it is expensive and, uh, it's pretty much therapy. I mean, I do cry a lot at the end. Um, all right, fucking moving on. Uh, I... <laughs> I am, uh, I'm from Texas. I think uh, most people know that. Is anybody else here unvaccinated? Cool, hell yeah, all right. What's up, man? Unvax in the house. <laughs> am I joking? Anyway, um, yeah, I, I moved here. Uh, dude, hey, Dakota, was your family like positive about you moving out here? Did they give you support? Uh, my dad is currently riding a motorcycle across the country. So he didn't give my parents don't give a oh okay parents. got it yeah you you're, uh, they weren't there got it your dad left you okay cool um, absentee father you could have just said that uh, no my dad left too <laughs> anyway uh, but the rest of my family was like very the thing about Texans and Floridians is every time one of them moves to California they all have a lot of opinions they want to share you know they're like the taxes are too high you know or uh, I don't like the politics. I didn't understand the last one, so I asked my aunt, and I'm like, what do you mean by that? She's like, it's all about the gay agenda out there. I was like, what is the gay, <laughs> what is the gay agenda? 
And she said, they're trying to make everybody gay is what's happening. And I was like, that's crazy. Because if the only thing keeping you from being gay is a good argument, then you're gay. <laughs> you are gay as fuck. That is, I've never been like, you know what? I've never sucked a dick, but <laughs> you make a lot of great points. So I love a good dialectic. You know, it's so, they're so dumb. My dad was, my dad actually told me, he's like, you moved to San Francisco you're going to start wearing a dress and calling yourself Chelsea. I was like, that makes no sense because I would just stay Kelly, obviously. Like, I'll cut my dick off, but I'm not going to go to the DMV. What the fuck are you? <laughs> Waiting lines? That's some fucking bullshit, man. Also, I'm more of a jumpsuit kind of guy, you know? I don't think I wear a dress. I'm just, just saying. Um, all right. I, uh, this is a weird thought, but, um, I, I was thinking about like firefighters, you know, and, uh, do they need the pole? I don't know. Does that make it faster at all? Does it? I feel like some guy just added that cause he's like, this would be pretty fucking rad, wouldn't it? Like, let's just, I want to like, like no other career has that. Doctors aren't like, we're going to send you down a slide. You're like, well, my pancreas <laughs> you know that's not it, there's nothing it's not faster i don't think anyway all right i was high when i thought that um what else uh oh i was doing <laughs> i was doing some research on something and i found a website where you can like rank things they have different types of lists and they have a list for like the most annoying types of people and uh on that list uh, number eight was hipsters right gross um, and then number 12 was pedophiles. Okay. Interesting. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, should be higher on the list. I don't, maybe that's crazy to think, you know, I mean, who's like pedophiles are so annoying, you know, just really running me up the wall, you know, like, that's such a, I feel like there's a lot of other words I would use to describe that, you know, um, and don't get me started on hipster pedophiles. Ugh. <laughs> you know, like, my van runs on biodiesel. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, the, what's, sorry, there's one other thing. What's actually really even more funny about that is um, even further up the more most annoying list, what, at number three, uh, was bratty children. <laughs> what? Which means there is somebody out there who is like, you know, pedophiles are horrible. But some of these kids, I mean, they're pretty shitty, you know? I mean, they're asking for it. <laughs> like, holy shit. I think the people who voted for bratty children were pedophiles. Honestly, they're like, they want candy after? That's fucked up. You know? All right. That's my time. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Have a great night. Everybody keep it loud for Kelly Evans. Kelly, you, uh, I didn't get the chance to tell you this yesterday. Uh, you absolutely killed it at my fucking Barbary mic. That was so fucking funny. Like, out of all the people that performed in front of, like, the bunch of, like, really stoned people that were, like, fucking high out of their minds, the only person that could get their attention, like, really going was you. And I was like, damn. Fucking. Uh, anyway, th this is my props. This is Joke Workshop. That's my uh, me kissing ass, I guess. Sorry, everybody else that was there. I mean, everybody else did. Dude, no, everybody else did great, too. But, like, really, though, like, performing in front of a bunch of high dead people, like, fucking Kelly made them pop. And it was, like, it was really awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Big fucking claps. Uh, now, uh, everybody give them a hand job. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, J 
Did, no, just don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to keep it rolling. Uh, everybody, uh, give it up for your next comedian, Christian Mullen. Yeah. Woo. This is my first time doing this. Give me a oh, yeah. oh fuck. Yeah. This is what I sound like. This is going to be a long night. So I'm new to the city. I've been here a couple of years. I'm still getting used to how expensive it is. In the mic. I work two jobs. I'm kind of tripping on how I'm so broke all the time. Uh, it does make sense with my crippling weed and Uber Eats addiction. I'm starting to realize how broke I am when every day at work I'm begging to get rear-ended by a truck. Um, just waiting for that day. Uh, I am really financially irresponsible. My only real retirement plan is these mango vapes I'm smoking. I'm hoping in about 20 or 30 years I'm going to hear on the radio. Uh, oh fuck, I was going to do the voice, but never mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> If you smoke mango vapes, you're entitled to a financial settlement. Ah, I didn't write it out. Fuck it. <laughs> I probably should have done this. I should. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. That's it. Hey, how long did he go? Emily, how long did he go? That was a minute and a half, dude. You did really good. Yeah, ma'am. Come on. Everybody give make it real loud for fucking Christian. Really talking about fucking the lawsuits that are going to be on infomercials. From I was talking about that on my podcast today. Sure. So that's a good, uh, that's yeah. Good premise. That's what, yeah. You, I, if you would have just hit him with the, if you were a loved one, we're talking about like, like, have you smoked a mango flume vape? Like, you know, like, dude, don't be afraid to do the voice. And, and even if the, Dude, no, even, you did good. Even if the voice is wrong, that's a joke in itself. So just try something, you know? Yeah. Well, everybody, that was awesome. First timer, dude. Hell yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's what this shit's about. Uh, th this next guy is not a first timer. In fact, uh, <laughs> in fact, the, you know, one of my favorite people here at Mutiny Radio and... Uh, my uh, favorite secret Backstreet Boy. Uh, give it up for Newman Shake. Ah, yeah. Woo. Uh, what's up, guys? Um, what's up? Yeah. I've been using the friend feature on Bumble, and uh, that shit's making me feel super gay. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, like, it's weird. It's a new, like, feeling for me to be swiping on guys, being like, he's not my type. You know, that's... The new thing. Um, growing, um, I'm Indian, and being Indian in high school was really weird because like a lot of people would think I'm smart, and I'm not. You know, I'm very dumb. Like this, I failed this math test, and this teacher came up to me, and she was like, "I'm really disappointed in you, especially considering where you came from." And I was thinking to myself, I was like, "I should file a complaint against this teacher," but then I thought about it more. I was like, "This is a weird complaint to file." Like, this teacher's being racist towards me because she believes I can do better. Like, that's that's new, you know? <clears throat> I, um, 
I don't know. I think a big reason, like, a lot of people think Indian people are smart is, like, because there's a lot of, like, Indian nerds on TV, which isn't true, because if you go to, like, real India, there's a bunch of crackheads there. So many crackheads. And, yeah, I think I think we need to, like, do more. Like, I think, um, I think TVs should, like, put one Indian crackhead on TV once in a while just for representation, you know? Like, that would be really good. Um, I'm a big fan of rap music, but um, I know there's a lot of, like, fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap. Like, I saw this post recently that was like, I hate how the new generation doesn't respect Tupac, which I don't think is fair because the old generation uh, killed Tupac. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of like an empath, but, like, in a weird way where it's like... Um, Whenever people start feeling bad about their lives, I start feeling, like, a lot better about mine. You know, that's... All right. That's just me admitting to be a shitting person. That's okay. <laughs> I, um... I know I graduated college recently. I graduated as a psych major. And what that really means is, like, I was too proud to go to therapy. So I ended up doing the DIY version instead. Yeah, and, like, most DIY things went horribly. Like, I didn't end up fighting my demons. I just found out their names. You know, like, that's all that happened. I um, I work with special ed kids, and this is a cool job but because, like, every day is, like, a new adventure, you know? Like, my first day working there, I saw this kid in a wheelchair, and I assume, like, the kid can walk, you know, because he's in a wheelchair. But they rolled him out to, like, the field, and he started sprinting. And then, like, I was like, did I just witness a miracle or something? And I asked one of my coworkers, and he was like, oh, yeah, this kid just doesn't walk anywhere he doesn't want to go. And I was like, this kid's actually smarter than all of us. You know, like, that's, you need to put him in all the advanced classes. Yeah. Um, I don't know, they're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Because, like, if they're going to force women to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory. Or All right. I think I'm in there. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Newman! Yeah! He's dressed so nice. Yeah. Nice sweater. Yeah. All right. This has been an amazing night of comedy. We're going to keep it going and uh, make it real big and loud for uh, Bob Kambarov. Yeah! Yeah! Thanks, guys. Give it up for Newman over there. Newman, is it all right if I make a joke about you? All right, so Newman told us. Uh, so he put on the earrings, dyed the hair, wore the sweater, and then he said the friend feature makes him feel gay. <laughs> Um, it's mean. That's mean. I don't. I'm sorry. Couldn't resist. Um, I. Uh, I don't mean that. I. Uh, I was walking over here today. I was walking over here today, and I'm going on Van Ness, and there's like construction going on. So there's like a lot of scaffolding, and they're pretty much half the sidewalk is blocked, and you can't really go in the street. And in the middle of this tight little walkway is the guy. Guy doing one of these. And I'm not saying he was on drugs, but he wasn't practicing kung fu stances, you know? 
And I had to, and it was I couldn't walk in the street. It's Van Ness. It's busy. The walkway's block. The walkway's blocked. So I end up having to feel like a Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, like I'm sneaking past lasers around him. No, that's silly. That's cool. Um, breakups are tough, but no one really talks about the pre-breakup phase. You know, you know where you know it's over, not just yet. You know, um, with my previous girlfriend, we went on a hike up Mount Diablo get to the top, and I'm looking out at this beautiful view of the East Bay, and life felt limitless. I felt like I had unlimited potential, and as I scanned the horizon, I see the sun shining my girlfriend's, shining on my girlfriend's face, and I forgot the punchline. <laughs> my bad, guys. Um, but the whole walk down, I felt like, uh, I knew it had to end, but the whole walk down, I felt like, uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, you know, when George is like, yeah, we're going to raise rabbits, we're going to live off the fat of the land, and I just felt like Lenny just thumbing the revolver behind my back, like, yeah, I can't wait to meet your parents. Um, I work in sales, I work in sales, and uh, I was talking to my manager the other day, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I've been having trouble finding a new, sale, finding a new salesperson, you know, last guy I interviewed, I don't know, I just sense a lack of, a lack of ambition. I was like, a lack of ambition? This is sales. This is no place for ambition. If they had ambition, they'd be a politician, a doctor, not selling Kias. Um, if your five-year-old comes to you and says, when I grow up, I want to be a salesperson, you fucked up as a parent. You didn't inspire them. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad job, but it's just not a dream job. It's a job where you give up your dreams and you fill the void with money. Um, <laughs> uh, man feel like, what's his name? Forgetting the jokes. Embarrassing. Uh, pfft, all right, I'm doing it. Look of shame. I don't have any jokes written here. I just really appreciate technology. Um, oh, yeah, there's this thing that happens whenever, like, a salesperson on your team quits and goes on to, like, a better career or job. Everyone on the team is faced with the reality of, like, maybe this job sucks. But before the existential crisis comes in, just like clockwork, someone inevitably says, yeah, they just couldn't handle the pressure. And somebody follows up with, yeah, they shouldn't have what it takes. And we just go back to harassing strangers for money. I uh, went to Victoria's Secret recently. Um, went to Victoria's Secret with my girlfriend. Before I went in, though, I went to use the bathroom in the mall, and I went to go meet up with her. And as I'm walking in, the lady working the front goes, hey, hon, excuse me, is there anything in particular you're looking for? And what I should have said is I'm looking for my girlfriend. What I said is I'm looking for a girlfriend. I look like one cocky motherfucker. In her eyes, not only am I here for the puss, I'm not even ashamed about it. I'm like talking to a madam at a brothel. I'm like, yes, please alert the woman of my arrival. I'm ready to come. All right, guys, give it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just going to run through some people that are uh, on the wait list and let's see if they're, they're, are they here. Yeah, we're going to go through. Uh, is uh, Michael Chan here? No? All right. How, is there a Phil here? No Phil? All right. How about a Maya Guadalupe? Maya! Yeah! Yeah! Maya! You're all man. Woo! Maya Guadalupe! <laughs> Hi, guys. I've been sitting so long in the back. I'm, like, so stiff. Uh, that was... Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just told you that. Anyways, um... I've been going to open mics like these, and I realize I should just be going to therapy. 
Yeah, um, I'm really saying um, I ended a situationship uh, by sending them a poem oh. and a screenshot of a pros and cons list with only cons. And I'll just list a few off the top of my head. The first one was lies as a joke, so he'd fit in here. Um, allergic to latex. You guys have definitely heard that before. Um, tech bro, digital nomad. And he's a Libra, and I put that in three with three exclamation points. And I don't trust Libras. They're fucking crazy. And I would know because I am one. So I can relate. So the crazy continues. Um, do you guys know Phil's Coffee? Yeah, I used to work there. I was a barista. And one day I'm at the register. And this woman, she's like, oh, my God, your tattoo. That's in such a permanent place. And I'm like, does she not know how tattoos work? Um, but I wanted to fuck with her because it was just one of those days. Um, and I was like, if you think about it, it's actually temporary because we're all going to die. <laughs> and she looked at me like that was the last thing she needed to hear right before she headed to her nine to five. And Phil's motto is uh, bettering people's days. And I'm pretty sure I ruined her week. Yeah, um, moving on. Uh, I was in Oakland the other day with one of my white girlfriends, and she looked over at me. She's like, wow, I feel really safe with you. I'm like, is it because I'm brown? And she's like, no, no, it's because you have a neck tattoo, and people probably think you've been to prison. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Wow, that's such a compliment. And I thought about it, and I was like, wait a minute. I've been in a six-year monogamous relationship with a tattoo artist. We lived in a, f a studio apartment, slept on a futon. We got matching tattoos. He wasn't my boyfriend. He was my cellmate. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, thank you. Um. Yeah, that was wonderful. Oh, man. Definitely so glad you stuck around. Hell, yeah. Thanks for hanging on the back. Uh, fucking, we got one more person on the wait list, and then I'm gonna do some jokes, and then we're gonna get the fuck out of here, guys. All right, we're gonna give it up for Jack Ferguson! Oh, God, it's good to be back here, man. This feels good. Um, I don't like, uh, I've noticed, have you guys noticed that, uh, because, like, you can get testosterone and stuff now, there's a lot more, like, ripped old dudes around? Not a fan of that, you know? That's a scary thing to... I don't know why you need to be ripped if you're older than... Sorry, sir. But, uh, you know... <laughs> sorry, you too, Kelly. Um, but... <laughs> What's up? Uh, I just feel like it's just... Like, what are you doing? You're preparing to fight death? Like, you don't need to, you know, stay away from my grandma. You're going to break her pelvis, you know? Like, I'm just... not. I think it's because... Uh, I think it's because Gen Z is so obviously weak, you know? Like, I feel like Gen Z is obvious, and this is going to be, you know, whatever, but, like, Gen Z is known as the gayest generation, right? I feel like these old dudes are watching, like, too much Fox News, and they're like, we got to protect these young bucks, you know? They don't have the strength anymore. Anyways. <laughs> I, uh, my girlfriend is a sailor. She goes sailing, and um, she sails. Her partner is this person named Andrea, and I thought for four months that Andrea was a woman. Come to find out, Andrea is an Italian man. And if there's a list of people who I trust least around my girlfriend, I think right at the top has to be Italian men that own boats, you know? 
That is, last time someone trusted an Italian man in a boat, they lost America. So, really not excited about that, you know? And it's like, the, I feel like, like, I'm, what can I do about it, you know? Like, they're off alone on, like, on open water. I feel like it's international waters. Like, it's legal to cheat there, you know? I feel like I'm looking out at, like, a Coast Guard. Right, these tags aren't going to work. Um, I feel like DJing. I feel like people. We need to talk about how DJing is not a job. Like people are people. Everyone's like D thinks being DJing is cool. You know, like girls are always like like oh I want to fuck the DJ. You know, it's just standing in the right place. You're playing other people's music. We know that the knobs don't do anything. This is a joke that other people have done before. I'm sure. Um, I forgot how it feels to be here. Uh, <laughs> you guys are. You guys, the open mic comedians are God's strongest soldiers, you know? <laughs> um, do you guys think that the doctor who removed Marilyn Manson's ribs so he could suck his own dick, do you think that is the only surgery he does? Like, do you think he went to medical school for eight years so he could only do that? Like, most doctors are training to, like, save people with cancer. You know what I mean? They're, like, really working hard to help, like, children. This dude was, like, went, he spent eight years of his life and close to a million dollars just so he could help, like, rich perverts, you know? That's a weird thing. Thank you. Thank you. All right, last joke. Um, my girlfriend is bisexual, and she wanted to be able to hook up with women. So she tried to negotiate with me. She was like, if you let me hook up with women, I'll let you hook up with men. And I was like, what, have you been reading The Art of the Deal? Like, that is the worst negotiation. <laughs> oh, what a generous girlfriend I have. Now I can hook up with dudes. <laughs> and then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Obviously, I'm not going to start hooking up with guys, but she better be grateful I'm not, right? Because it's so much easier to hook up with boys than girls. I would bury her, you know? <laughs> I would be she would be like taking some girl out on three dates and then not fucking and coming home to me in an orgy like, "Hey babe, glad you gave me permission." Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. Oh yeah. Dude, Jack, those were great new jokes. Oh my god, great to hear. Oh, uh, man. We're nearing the end. We have one more surprise comic. Everybody give it up for Jared Seta! What's up, guys? My name is Andrea. Here to tell you guys jokes. Uh, I'm from San Diego. I don't know if you guys, uh, I was born and raised there all my life. I don't know if you guys know what it's like to be born and raised in San Diego your whole life, but it's hot as balls all the time. See, I'm actually white. I've just been barbecued Filipino. Uh, I. Uh, uh, I moved here to San Francisco for college, uh, speaking of which, I just graduated. There's probably not an applause break once I tell it to the same audience like a thousand times. But I graduated with a degree in creative writing. I don't know if you guys know what creative writing is, but it's pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. You know, San Francisco and San Diego seem different, but they're very similar in many ways. While San Francisco has a very visible LGBTQ plus community, San Diego has the Navy. So they're both equally just as gay. Yeah. Uh, one, one city decides to express it. The other city thinks it doesn't count if you do it on a boat. Um, 
I know this for a fact because my dad's in the Navy. I don't think he's gay, but I do have my suspicions. Personally, I think he should have stopped kissing me in the mouth to say goodbye a long time ago. I don't know. I guess it's just how to say goodbye in the Navy. Goddamn sailors. Honestly, though, like, I have no problem with gay people. Like, I fuck with the gays. The gays are cool. Oh, we got a gay over here? Sick. An awkward set. Goddamn. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, uh, gay people are cool. I say that because I dated a bisexual girl once. It was a real enlightening experience for not just for me, but for her too. I realized you need to be more empathetic towards what gay people go through, and she realized that she doesn't like men. That's some ally shit right there. I don't know. How you doing, Larry David? Good? Nice. Nice. All right. I like San Francisco because uh, I like the weather here. San Diego's great if you want to see titties. But, uh, you know, San Francisco has some good things going for them. Like, San Francisco has a, a f has a very thick mist, which I like. Because every time I want to leave a conversation, I can just kind of, like, walk into it, and it looks like I disappeared. Yeah. I don't have a punchline for that joke. I just thought it would be a funny thing to mention. I don't know. All right. I guess I don't really have that much things to talk about. No, no. Ooh, fuck that. I don't yeah. yield my time. I got one more. What do I want to talk about? <laughs> I don't write. I'm an alpha comedian. I just go up on stage. All right. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, sir? <laughs> All right, cool. Just ignore me. All right. All right. Uh, I, I, got, I think I did have a couple things I wrote about. All right. <laughs> don't, 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 I'm not done yet. All right. You know. <laughs> All right, I'm out. All right, guys. I'm going to do a set now. Y'all ready for me to do a set? Yeah, I'm gonna do a set. First day that I was talking my game, and she was with her. Had her smile when the second one came. She catches feeling. Oh man, holy, holy guacamole! How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody have fun. Y'all making it to the end of joke workshop. We did it. We did it. Y'all had to bear with me and uh, Emily's takeover while Pam's away in Greece. If it smells like weed in here, I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, what? Is there an emergency? No? Okay. So I've eaten about like two giant bags of uh, watermelon candy. Uh, it's just a fact. That's what I've been doing back there while y'all been doing comedies is eating candy. 
It's really good. <laughs> uh, so I've been getting high and having thoughts recently. Has <laughs> that ever happened to y'all? Uh, so I was talking to my buddy, and we were like, hey, uh, is having sex with a Siamese twin a threesome? And we were like, well, I think it really depends on where they're conjoined, you know? Like, if they're conjoined at the hip, you know, 